Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. I am your host, Christina Nicholson. If you are watching this on YouTube, thank you for being here. Please tap that subscribe button. And if you are listening on the podcast, then thank you for listening to another episode of Become a Media Maven. Now, before we get started, I want to tell you one thing. I have updated my free course called Pitch Publicity Profit. If you have not yet taken it, I suggest you head to pitchpublicityprofit.com and you enroll right away. It is a three-day course on day one. I teach you how to pitch the media to earn publicity. We talk more about that in day two. And then in day three, it's about turning the publicity into profit. So make sure you check that out at pitchpublicityprofit.com. Okay, so this episode is going to be a super important one if you're looking to get publicity and you're looking to earn more media exposure and fast. Five newsjacking examples to earn media exposure fast. That is what we are going to cover today. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. Newsjacking is one of the best ways to earn coverage. It's really going to be your low-hanging fruit. So what is newsjacking? Well, the man who invented this term calls it this. I'll give you his definition and then I will give you my definition. He says it's the art and science of injecting your ideas into a breaking news story to generate media coverage, get sales, and grow one's business. Yes, this is true. What I say is just using what's happening in the news to make yourself relevant. So newsjacking, it's kind of like stealing a story, like newsjacking, you're jacking the news type of thing, but it's just jumping on what people are already talking about. That way you are almost guaranteeing that you are pitching a newsworthy story because it's already being talked about. It's already in the news. Now, if it's done right, you can be super successful with this, but if it's done wrong, it can backfire. And there are a few ways to do this. I can share some ways it's done right. Nike does this every once in a while. The AppCom just did this specifically after um, the tennis player came out saying that she um, was talking about how the the interviews that she did after a match was messing with her mental health. So Calm came out and started a a PR campaign and they said that they were going to donate some money to an organization and this, that, and the other. In, in her in support of her and her mental health journey. So a lot of people liked that because it was relevant to them. The app is calm. So it's all about mental health and meditating and being more mindful and they were doing good. So it worked for them. Another example was Krispy Kreme to persuade people to get vaccinated. You would show your vaccine card and then you would get donuts for, I don't know how long you would get free donuts. I wish there was a Krispy Kreme closer to me so I could get more donuts. Um, but there's all different kinds of stories. I can tell you one that I did when I was a TV reporter in the Miami market. It was right after Corey Monteith's heroin overdose. 
And everybody was talking about that story. Obviously it was newsworthy. It was a national news story. So I don't know how we got this doctor or addiction specialist. I don't know if he called and pitched us or if this was something that my assignment desk thought up and they Googled somebody in the first one that said, yes, you know, got the interview, but I localized that story with that local expert about Corey Monteith's death. And we talked about, you know, how heroin, I guess, was becoming more popular after it kind of, um, for lack of a better term, died down for a little bit in the 90s and early 2000s. And now it's like making a comeback. So that is an example of newsjacking. You're just taking advantage of breaking news stories. And this is important because right now there are four publicists to one journalist. So like, it's like the hunger games out there looking for coverage. So you want to definitely make sure that you're doing these things right. So let me break down these five things that you can do. First of all, you don't want to newsjack everything, especially any story that is negative or deadly. You don't want to appear insensitive. I saw something once and it was some nail polish company was doing a promotion And they were discounting things that were red, white, and blue, but they were doing it on September 11th. Like on the 4th of July, that would work. Memorial Day, Veterans Day, maybe. But don't do that on September 11th. Like you need to read the room. So if you are newsjacking something that is insensitive, then it's not going to be a good look. Now, obviously with the Corey Monty thing, yes, he died. It was sad, but we turned it into a story about heroin. Like that was the angle that we used and how heroin was becoming more popular. So it wasn't like, like a company was trying to profit off of his death, like in the nail polish example. So just be mindful of what you're newsjacking and how you're newsjacking it. And then the second thing you want to do is you want to make sure it's a fit. It might be a stretch and not really a fit for your brand. So Again, for example, I remember, I remember Krispy Kreme actually getting a lot of, a lot of feedback from people that wasn't always positive because obviously those donuts are not healthy, but they're saying be healthy and get the vaccine and then we'll give you a donut. So (laughs) they did get some backlash because, you know, they're not giving you a salad. They're giving you a donut. However, I like donuts, so I wasn't mad about it. Um, But you just want to make sure that it's a fit. And if it's not, you are going to get backlash like they did in that situation. So that's number two, to make sure it's a fit. And then number three is you have to act fast. This is just everything in general. Whenever you pitch, you just have to be ready to go. I mean, I know sometimes people would pitch me and I would call them and I'd be like, okay, we're going to come out now. And they're like, no, 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 we're not ready. Well, I got to turn a story for like the news tonight. So you got to be ready. But when it comes to newsjacking, you do have to act fast just because like it's the news story that's happening now. Tomorrow, it may be a different one. So if you're not ready today, you may lose your opportunity. So you want to make sure you're prepared. You want to make sure everything you're pitching is ready. You want to make sure it's approved. The approval process, again, the smaller you are as a business, the better it's going to be just because you have less red tape, you have less approvals. There's a much smaller chain of command. I always say small businesses have such an advantage when it comes to PR, because when you work with bigger businesses, it just takes so much longer. And 
many times you lose the opportunity because you're going through so many different people and getting through so many approvals. So, I mean, I've seen this firsthand over and over again. So again, I busted a lot of myths about PR and that's one of them. Like small businesses, you have it easier than the big businesses. Cause remember you're not spending money for this. So it, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It's just about how willing you are to find these ideas, pitch them and act fast. And then number four, localize a national story. So this is one of the best ways you could do this. Like I gave the example with the heroin overdose. Another example is when Prince died and he didn't have a will. A lot of people were like, oh my God, what does this mean? Like everybody was talking about, so like what happens to his stuff? Like what's going to happen now? He's got all of this money and he died and he doesn't have a will. So that's when, if you are an attorney and you deal with these things, that's when you can come out of the woodwork, contact your local station and be like, Hey, I can't speak to his experience personally or what's going on in his situation, but I can tell you, don't let this happen to you. Here are three ways to set up a will super fast. This is what you need. Yada, 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 whatever it is. That's a way you can localize a national story. And this kind of Number four, localize a national story. Number five, add color with your expertise, kind of go hand in hand. So you obviously want to add color with your expertise. So for example, with coronavirus, we'll talk about that because that's something that you see in the news no matter where you are. You can localize that national story with coronavirus and add color with your expertise. So maybe you are a local nurse. Maybe you are um, a local doctor. You can talk about what's happening nationally in your area. That's localizing a national story. And then you can also add color with your expertise by just like really dumbing things down and being conversational about it. Because a lot of times, you know, maybe it's the housing market and maybe it's a housing market story and you're a real estate agent. Talk about what's happening in your specific area, how how the national market looks and how maybe locally you're contributing to it, or maybe things are different for you locally than they are everywhere else. And you're coloring it with your expertise because maybe you have a TV station meeting you at one of your listings and you can, you know, give them that backdrop and talk about your experience. So there's just different things to do. So what I suggest people doing to Newsjack is to keep all of this in mind, read the room, make sure you're not doing anything that could be perceived as insensitive. Make sure it's a fit for you. If it's not a fit for you, it's just not going to land. And you don't want to do a story that's not a fit for you because like, what's the point? You want to make sure you're ready to act fast and you want to both localize a national story if you can, and then also add color with your expertise. And a way that you could you know, nail all five of these at once is just make sure you're paying attention to what is happening nationally in general and what is happening in your industry, because that's how you can newsjack what's going on and you can offer some insight from your perspective. So that is it. If you head to pitchpublicityprofit.com, you can see how Crystal kind of newsjacked the calendar. That's a, that's kind of what we did. Obviously, calendars aren't making, making news. So saying she newsjacked the calendar isn't 100% accurate. It is a way to, to be relevant, though. Look at the calendar and look at the, the timing and what's happening that season, that month, that week, or that day to be newsworthy. But specifically in this podcast episode, we were talking about newsjacking stories that are already in the news. If they're already in the news, you know they're newsworthy. 
how can you expand on that? How can you tell the next story? How can you contribute to a follow-up? So ask yourself that when you see something that could be a fit. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're here with me on YouTube, thank you so much for watching this. I apologize for the glow on the glasses. I'm facing the window and it's like that time in the evening where the sun's going down and the lighting's all kinds of crazy. So that's what's happening here. Um, But thank you so much. And I will see you again soon here on the Become a Media Maven podcast.